Hey guys, it's Bradley. I want to tell you about Ascend. Ascend is not just another premium finance company. Ascend will solve all of your agency bill problems through automation of invoicing, premium financing, carrier payables, all the way to the end of the workflow. There's a lot of hidden costs with how you're doing business today. AMSs, CRMs can spend more than half the day chasing down payments, following up on non-pays, getting signatures for financing docs. This leads to an overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy team. And guys, you want your team to be happy. Industry's hard enough as it is. We really need them to be happy. As your agency grows, this issue gets worse and worse. And we typically solve the problem with a little bit of software, but a ton of manpower still involved. With Ascend, you can use a software first solution and just need a little bit of manpower, allowing you to grow without significant increase in overhead. Ascend automates all of these repetitive payment processes so your team can get back to helping your clients. With Ascend, we've seen non-payment cancellations in our agency go down up to 95%. Teams save more than 20 hours per month when they work with Ascend and an average of a 75% decrease in payment-related customer questions. Guys, if people aren't calling your office with questions, you have more time to sell and grow your agency. Visit useascend.com backslash insurance, guys. Guys, Ascend makes agency bill as easy as direct bill, but you keep all of the benefits of agency bill the best of both worlds. Thanks, guys. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Hawksoft. God, I love Hawksoft. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, he's a $7 million bull rider out of Mobile, Alabama, parade first team All-American, rivals five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Man, any day I can spend with you, I'm good, dude. Beep, beep, beep. Hey, Bradley, breaking news, breaking news. This is an emergency podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We have breaking news in the world of insurance today. We are your local Fox and CNN news station. Easy now. That's loaded. <laughs> now. I'll probably get 7,000 emails now. <laughs> Guys, listen, we have breaking news today. Bradley, would you like to, this is an emergency podcast, would you like to go ahead and read the statement that has just been issued today, Monday, June the 12th, from Nationwide Insurance? Yeah, so you know, rumors started spreading over the weekend that something was brewing with Nationwide Insurance. And, and obviously, I mean, insurance industry is not, not kept from false rumors and things like 100%. that, but there had been enough... I had seen enough screenshots and heard from enough people that were involved at a close level to know that there was definitely something coming. There was a lot of smoke. I don't think it's quite as bad as everybody expected, but the timing of it with you and I podcasting, Desik's perfect. We can do a podcast on what's going on. So I think think obviously that's... That was was good timing for us. I'm in an interesting position with this because I'm not appointed with Nationwide. I have one policy with Nationwide, which is still a market access program. No dog in the fight whatsoever. So I felt somewhat of a responsibility this weekend to tweet out my thoughts on it and us do this podcast because I'm not emotionally 
invested to it. But so anyway, the announcement came out while we were on another podcast earlier, uh, and I'm just going to read it to you guys. Important personal lines and small commercial update, personal lines and small commercial business actions. Strong headwinds brought on by the economic environment, catastrophic weather events, and the impact of inflation on repair and replacement costs, along with severity and frequency of driving trends, continue to impact the entire insurance industry. Shocking they didn't use the word unprecedented. That 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 tends yeah. to be, you know, that tends oh, and, to be... And, and, uh, and by the way, guys, don't think this press release wasn't, you know, gone over about 25 yeah, times sure. prior to it's, this release. It's kind of been the joke recently. Yeah. Like, you know, when an insurance carrier uses the word unprecedented in an email, you're about to get a rate increase. Right. At Nationwide, our focus is on remaining a strong, stable partner. Interesting they used the word partner. That protects customers for the long term. As a result, we are taking the following actions across our businesses, similar to many other carriers in this market. Uh, small commercial, effective June 26, nationwide will begin non-renewing monoline auto policies starting with late September effective dates. Non-renewing monoline auto policies. Mm. Okay. There will be state nuances based on legal statuses, regulations involving monoline business. In other words, some states are not going to allow them to do that. Effective June 30th, Nationwide will pause new writings for habitational and lesser's risk countrywide. That's been coming, I think, for a few years. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yep. We do not even quote any habitational business with Nationwide. And that used to be your go-to. Uh, it was for, uh, wrote nearly $7 million in HAB with Nationwide. Nice. So now, effective January of this year, around that time frame, we stopped even trying to quote yeah. habitational with them. These changes are limited to small commercial only and do not impact middle market, farm, or agribusiness. From what I understand, they're very good with agribusiness. Standard personal lines actions... Effective June 14th, this is where things get a little vague, although you made a phone call a minute ago and we got wow. a little bit of clarification. We did. Effective June 14th. And by the way, I, I should note that our angle with this is not to bash Nationwide or, or anything like that. It's more just to like kind of be the it's informational. interpreter. For, and we had talked about doing a podcast, you know, one podcast per mm-hmm. session where we talk about ongoing news and we were gifted this on a silver platter this weekend pre-quote documentation will be required on the following new business submissions regardless of regardless of original quote date correct auto property and power sports in the following states i'm going to read them off real quick alabama arizona california connecticut delaware dc florida georgia idaho illinois maryland minnesota mississippi missouri Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and Washington State. It would have been easier for them to name the ones they were not doing it in. <laughs> yeah. Property based on risk characteristics. Interesting. Hang on. Regardless, auto, property, and power sports, property based on risk characteristics. They said auto, property, and power sports in these states, but then they said property based on risk characteristics. That's interesting. Uh, Arkansas, Colorado, IA, is that Iowa? I'm an idiot, I guess. Iowa, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, Maine, Michigan, Montana, NE, Nebraska, North Dakota, New Hampshire, Oregon, where you and I are headed this week, 
South Dakota, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Wisconsin, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Woo! My history teacher is proud I made it through that. Throughout the remainder of the year and into 2024, Nationwide will begin re-underwriting of existing policies, increasing renewal actions, and in many cases, property inspection requests, which to me, if I'm a Nationwide agent, that's the part that concerns me the most because they're about to make it hard as heck to renew. You're basically, you're going to be remarketing a lot of your Nationwide accounts. 100%. Uh, because they're going to make it so difficult to renew that it'd be easier to remarket it. Policy center message. When you encounter this policy center message prior to receiving a rate, Nationwide did not return a quote. It is required to submit pre-quote documentation before moving forward with the quote process. No exceptions to these requirements will be made. Submissions received after 614 but quoted before 613 must follow the new pre-quote documentation process. And whoever sent me the document, it cuts off right there. So... so uh, all of that to be said, your thoughts. Yes. So let me start, guys, by saying this. We have an old country saying in Alabama that plain speak is best understood. So allow me to water down for you the, you know, 15-hour press release that he just read uh, into the most simplest of terms. So here's what I'm going to say to everybody out there listening to the podcast right now that does have a nationwide contract in its simplest terms what you just heard was nationwide insurance is now closed for new business for personal lines until further notice okay that's that's a better way of saying that that, that. that, that i could have boiled that entire thing down to one paragraph now here's what's going to happen you heard so every carrier in the United States of America is somewhere in the cycle of insurance, okay? Every single carrier is somewhere in the cycle of insurance. What nationwide insurance has done is they are all the way up closing in on that eleven o'clock on the cow on the on the clock crescendo of it they're they're at 11 o'clock and 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 at about 11 o'clock on the on the cycle of insurance is what you call tough underwriting very hard underwriting everybody listening to this has had multiple years with a carrier when it seemed like they had the best rate They, everything you submitted just flew right through. They, you know, didn't check up. It was, man, it was low rate, no underwriting. Dude, it was like shooting doves off a power line, right? That's that's when you're in growth mode. That particular carrier, and that's not at the 11 o'clock hour, that's at a different spot on the clock, that particular carrier is what we deem as in growth mode. They are trying to pick up market share in either your state or across the country. They are in growth mode. They're buying business. They're buying business. Man, you are getting a smoking hot rate. Every person you quote gets uh, best all the discounts. All the discounts, best rate. Underwriting doesn't even look at it. It just flows through and... So, so I'll give you an example of that. A couple of years ago in Huntsville, Alabama, Safeco was that way. Man, we were writing 
Uh, I think at last check we had somewhere around eight hundred thousand dollars in Safeco almost, business. Almost like lose your traveler's appointment because y'all had gone so long without quoting it because Safeco was so competitive. I mean, it, well, well, we were quoting it, but hell, we weren't writing any of it because Safeco was just knocking the damn cover off the ball. That's growth mode. Nationwide is on the opposite end of that spectrum right now. What they have done is they have closed closed personal lines for all new business. And, and, and by the way, let's clarify, technically they haven't, but that's what they're, that's what they're no, doing that, without that, doing it. That, that's what they're doing without doing yeah, it. Yeah. So, so some of what Bradley... I didn't t- want somebody to get the wrong idea. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. So here's what's going to happen. You've got a brand new house and it's built in 2023 and it's perfect and it's, it's, it's a beautiful home and you're like, my gosh, this is the most perfect nationwide risk we've ever seen and I'm getting the automobiles. Well, you go to quote that, and let's say that you really, really want to put it with Nationwide. What they're going to require is for you to jump through about 35 hoops just to get that perfect house insured with Nationwide. You're, you know, some of this uh, post-documentation or pre-documentation, I think is what they called it, you know, titles, registration, auto pictures, home pictures, all this other stuff. So they're going to make it so difficult for you to ride any business that from a profitability standpoint and that $300 commission you're going to make is going to get completely eaten up by all the time that you're going to spend not only pissing your customer off when you ask them to drive up to your agency so they can take you can take pictures of their cars or you having to drive 27 miles to their house to take pictures of it to submit to underwriting and oh by the way even after all of that you may find that your underwriter who by the way now has seven days to get back to you right once the submission has been done may still come back to you with the most perfect house 800 credit score perfect vehicles fence english golden retriever never had a claim before and they may still say you know what we don't want that right which that's not i mean you did, the person we spoke with did confirm about seven days to turn a personal lines quote around which i mean you you're not writing the business at that point i mean bottom line guys this press release that has come out today says one thing it could have been a one sentence yeah. press release nationwide insurance as of today is closed for new business for personal lines through 2023 and beyond now yeah. let me say this let me say this bradley uh i believe bradley will attest to this this is not a one thing event meaning there is not just one reason that nationwide and other carriers are doing this this is a pot of chili that has a number of ingredients in it I think that a lot of carriers right now, and Geico did this back in April, April of 2023, in many, many, many states, Geico closed for business any new business online or over the telephone, and they said this, we're going to close down, we're going to figure out through our product people what uh, we need to be charging to remain profitable. Mm-hmm. And when we get that figured out, we will open back up. And I'm sure since that time they have, 
That is not the only reason why Nationwide is doing this, but I do believe it's probably one reason they've done this is to wrap their arms around where we need to be from a profitability standpoint and how long will it take each individual state to allow them to charge whatever rate they need to charge remember this guys in a lot of states california's experiencing this right now state farm just announced they will not be writing any more homeowners in california california with a lot of other states has this thing where they say uh you know you submitted that you needed to take a 40 percent rate increase we will only allow you to take a 21 percent rate increase well, that ain't going to work, yeah. right? Well, and that's, that's I think, a big, probably one of the biggest ingredients to the, the bowl of chili, as you uh-huh. you mentioned. You know, in a lot of states, in order for a carrier, and I'm, and I'm dumbing this down a little bit just because I don't want to get too technical. In a lot of states, the if you're an admitted carrier, the DOI has to approve an across-the-board rate revision. Correct. Which is why a lot of carriers, a lot of especially captive agents, try to imply that the reason companies are not admitted is because they're somehow undercapitalized. That's not true. It's, uh, in a lot of cases, the fact that they want to be able to control their rate. 100%. And don't want to have to answer to the DOI for everything. 100%. So what happens is a carrier like Nationwide comes in, and then again, I'm speculating, but they say, hey, we need to take this kind of rate. Right. And the state says, no, you can only take this. So the next solution is, hey, let's shut down for new business until this kind of settles down. You've got... You know, I mean, a lot of still stuff happening after COVID. You've got it's more and more expensive to insure vehicles. You've got increased litigation. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. we're right now in probably the most litigious part of our society we ever have been. And so you left out you left out a big one. You the reinsurance out, costs. The, 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 the other big piece of the pot of chili, in my opinion, just so you and remember, guys, plain speak is best understood. But if Bradley is uh, credits, is it Credit Swiss? Is that one of the big ones? Swiss Re. Uh, Swiss Re, excuse me. Swiss Re comes to Scott, who is an admitted carrier, blue blood carrier in the, in the United States of America. And Bradley is Swiss Re, and he says during our insurance. I would love to be Swiss Re. (laughs) During his insurance treaty with me, and let's say, when is it, January through April when they do all of their treaties? Bradley tells Scott as the blue blood carrier, Scott, I got great news for you. Instead of taking 60% (laughs) your back end risk, uh, catastrophic risk, for 2023 we're only going to take 30 percent but i got more good news for you scott do you remember what we charged you last year for that 60 percent we took we're going to charge you the exact same thing this year for 30 percent of it well guess what every insurance carrier in america in order to maintain an A-plus rating through any of the credit bureaus, which is, I can't describe to you how important that is, they have to keep basically in the, and I'm dumbing this down to its simplest element, in the savings account, which it's not a savings account, but let's just say a savings account, they have to keep some amount of money equal to basically the potential for all the claims they might have to pay out. Mm-hmm. Well, if Bradley comes to me as Swiss Re and he says, Scott, 
I'm taking 30 instead of 60, and by the way, I'm going to rip your head completely <laughs> off your shoulders, and I'm going to take uh, 60% of your gross revenue just in reinsurance cost, Scott might say, you know what, Bradley? We don't have another choice. Mm -hmm. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to water down and get down to our very best customers that we have and all this other stuff that's not profitable, we're going to weed out during the year. So by the time it's over with, we're going to be right with the Lord, basically. Mm -hmm. And I yep. think there's some of that happening here, too. Well, I think in terms of the announcement, I think if Nationwide would have came in today and said, hey, we're no longer writing new business for X amount of time, like I like actually said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that has the potential to be national news. Sure, sure. I think... This keeps them off that radar. It does. It it's keeps them off. Because national news outlets don't know what that means. Right, 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 right. Whereas yeah. an agent, we're looking at, okay, pre-vine verification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures of vehicles. Seven proof days. of ownership. Seven-day quote turnaround. You're not yeah. writing that business. Right. I mean, you may still write yeah. some, but yeah. you're not writing. I mean, you're not. If you're an agency that's growing and moving and shaking and trying to make things happen and give a good customer experience, that doesn't do it. For, I mean, if a carrier came to you and said, Scott, we're going to appoint you. Congratulations. with the best rate in the market. It's going to be seven days before we give you an auto quote. You'd be like. And you're probably not going to get that. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to tell you. Exactly. We're gonna, hey, hey, Bradley has never said something that's more true, guys. What this allowed them to do was to close for new business. Again, that's exactly what has happened without having every national news outlet satellite truck in front of Nationwide Plaza in right. Columbus, Ohio. That is exactly what just happened. Well, the other thing, too, and this is me speculating, but you know, Nationwide's had a little bit of an identity crisis. They have. The last few years. And again, this is me. Outsider, not outsider as, looking in. Not, yeah. I, so I tweeted some of my thoughts this week and some, some idiot commented and said, well, because and I said, we only access nationwide through a market access program. He's like, well, you don't have a lot of business with nationwide. So your experience is not going to be the, I'm like, I'm not approaching this from Bradley, the insurance agent. You should have said, oh yeah, well, my podcast partner has about 7 that's, million that's of it. That's kind of so, what I said. So why don't you suck on that for a minute? That's kind of what I said is like, hey, look, I'm approaching this from things I hear from all the other thousands of agents I talk to, but they've had a little bit of identity crisis. You know, they, they, they did the whole independent thing. Right. And there was a little bit of shuffling there where there they kind of dipped their toe in the water and you had the bigger agencies yeah. that that did it and then they backed out and right. then now they and then they did it again. And then they sort of forced everybody's hand. And then when you guys first went independent, you got caught rolling some business, you could get in hot water there. And then there's been rumors swirling around about possibly charging agents for tech support. I saw some of that. And then, you know, we would go to these conferences, Scott, and you'd have all these carriers with their little bitty boosts, and then Nationwide would have this big corner over there, like, roll your business to us. And and it, it seems like, I think as as a, we just recently promoted Natasha, the sales manager here. And so we I've been deep diving into a lot of, you know, sales manager training with her. I think one of the worst things you could do to your salespeople is constantly moving the target. Uh-huh. Where they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think yeah, it seems like Nationwide's really like moved the target a lot. And I think some of that is them just trying to find their way. And, and in my opinion, they went from a captive carrier to a fully independent carrier, but they're still trying to kind of operate like a captive carrier. A little bit of that. Well, hello there. Guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator 
and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the Insurance Guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC, the future of aggregators in our industry. Best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys. And this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice and you're free. You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator and you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses, every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to AC Free dot org that's a c free dot org and register find out why over 650 agencies and three billion dollars in premium have chosen the ac and guys here's the best part but wait there's more mention the insurance guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get six months that's six months of no membership fee just by mentioning the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.acfree.org, and let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. Yeah. So, so uh, let me pull the curtain back for you for just yeah. a minute. You mentioned something I feel like I, I need to address. So when Nationwide Insurance took all of their agents independent, they experienced a just an absolute boom of growth. And the reason they experienced that boom of growth was for some period of time, maybe that's even today, I don't know, I have not asked, but for at least a year, maybe two years, here was their company line. Their company line was, Hey, independent agent that's in just what I call middle America, farmland, USA, do you, you know, you're telling us that you want to be a nationwide agent. Is that correct? Yes, we'd like to get your nationwide contract. Perfect. Here's what we'll need for you to do that. We need you to roll over a certain amount of business to nationwide in order for us to give you that contract. A lot of independent agents did that. So by doing that, they experienced this boom of growth. Like I think I remember hearing somewhere, and I don't. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. 
I apologize, but like they picked up almost a billion dollars in personal lines insurance growth, or maybe it was just overall growth from business being rolled to nationwide in exchange for that independent agency getting a contract with nationwide. So that happened over some period of time after they let all of their nationwide exclusive agents go independent. So here we are today. I don't know where they are from a profitability standpoint, but obviously based on today's events, there are things that are happening over there that they feel very strongly they need to make some course corrections on to get to where they feel like they need to be from a profitability standpoint, some of which I'm not sure that any of us know about. So one little birdie has told me that their expense load for Nationwide, and we're not talking about agencies now, guys. We're talking about management expense, uh, corporate expense, relative to their competitors needs to be looked at closely i don't know not not tied in i'm making a that is a uh just something that i heard through the grapevine it may not be true i don't know that for a fact i just heard from certain individuals that uh as it relates to some of their competitors nationwide needs to also take a hard look from an expense standpoint from the company perspective so again this is not just one thing this is a pot of chili that is going to have to be looked at very closely but at the end of the day what has just transpired at 12 noon today june the 12th 2023 is nationwide insurance is closed for all new personal lines business until further notice. Yeah, I think, too, what you're going to have, and there's actually a rumor floating around on Twitter now, which is I think where this one started, that Travelers is is getting ready to do something <laughs> Right similar. behind them. I could see I could see Travelers. I could see them doing that, but well, well, hold I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm actually in the process of getting appointed with Travelers, and, like, the reps emailing me this morning, like, excited to get started. Uh-huh. I don't know that that would be – happening if you know what i mean and it's not going to kill me if they end up you know doing that but Uh it would not shock me if you don't have other carriers do something similar just because they can now and what i mean by that is you see this a lot in the corporate world and especially in the tech world when there's like a big layoff like when I, th- I can't remember which, let's say Facebook laid a bunch of people off earlier this year. You'll you'll then see Twitter, then you'll see LinkedIn. Like you'll see companies that that do laid off layoffs, and it almost spreads like a cancer because now it's like, oh, we can we can justify it now because these other people have done it, uh-huh. and, and the PR hit is not as bad. Right. So I could see some other carriers possibly doing this. The other thing too, Scott, is kind of funny. I was in a conversation with a group earlier today, and our friend Eric Garcia said, huh. I have a carrier that does something like this every week. Like us that are in the coastal areas, like yeah. I get like I've gotten two or three of these emails in the last year. Hey, we're no longer accepting new business until June yep. the 30th. You know right, what I mean? Right. And one example I'll give is one of our better personal lines carriers two years ago in June said, Hey, no new business until January. We didn't write new business with them until January. Now they're our strongest carrier. They got their 
they got their stuff together. So I want to be a, a bit of a beacon of positivity to some people. Hey, Nationwide may come out on the other side of this and everything yeah. be it, – it actually be great. I mean, I, I, certainly the people who are executives in a company like Nationwide are there for a reason. Sure. Yeah, so, but, so I will leave everybody with these two thoughts, okay? Let me go back to what Bradley just mentioned that is now out in the Twitterverse related to travelers. Here's what I was going to say to you, Bradley. I can see because Travelers is the most siloed company that I have ever seen in my entire life. I can see where their expense load from a management and from from that side of the house might need to really get looked at, okay, for, from, for Travelers. I can see that. I could see them doing a lot of work on, hey, guys, from a balance sheet and profitability standpoint, let's push all this other thing for, to the side for a moment, but we need to work on on getting right with the Lord mm-hmm. on, on our management strategy and who we're going to have and how much expense load we have there. Okay, I could see that. Here's the other thing, Bradley, that I want your opinion on. Sure. When the smoke clears through all of this and these carriers – Let's just say that a number of them follow suit with Nationwide because they didn't have to be the first one to jump off the high dive. Yeah. They come out of this thing. And let's say that as part of a pot of chili, they take a look at their management structure and overall expense relative to the actual corporation, and they cut – 5,000 jobs, 10,000 jobs, 20,000 jobs. Does this all bode well for the local independent agent? Because when this thing's over, they've cut so many jobs out that they need to have a local independent agent or representative that's selling their products because, you know, instead of ha- – listen, you know as well as I do – these captive carriers, which now the ones that are left are all state, state farm, and farmers are the big three, and country financial, I think, maybe the fourth. There is such a huge expense load mm-hmm. from a management standpoint when you have the local captive agents that need so much support and sales managers and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. Is does does this thing? Do we come out of this and and these carriers are like, you know what? These damn independent agents know what the hell they're doing. I, I do think it may seem. You see where I'm going yeah, with that? It, it may seem overly positive, but you know, I've told this story before. I had a, I'll just go ahead and say it. I had an RVP from Allstate in my office. We got the we got the independent appointment with Allstate a few years ago, and. This person told me, they said, we, we are 100% committed to the independent agency channel. Mm-hmm. And I said, can I guess why? And I said, sure. I said, because when you come, when you go to an all-state captive agent, in a lot of cases, for a quote, in a lot of cases, they're going to try to do what they can to make you fit with that box because that's the only option they have. When you come to me, if it is not a a number one all-state client, I'm not putting them there. I'm putting them somewhere else. Right. And, and he said, that's exactly right. Yeah. Which yeah. leads to better retention, lower loss ratio, happier clients. And so 
I think if you look at an independent agent that's doing the correct job, I do think that when a company like Nationwide is looking at their numbers, it, I think some of this stuff is going to favor the independent agent. Yeah, yeah. Because, it's either going to favor independent or direct. Well, one I, of the I don't two. think it's going to favor direct at all. I, I think I think a lot of what's going on now is is the byproduct of direct, where you have mm. a lot of a lot of adverse selection mm. and. I mean, I'm looking at like, you know, I was talking to Billy Wagner in between shows here, just texting. I was like, hey, these direct consumer carriers, like they pick up all the bad stuff. Right. Like that's that's what that's what you get. I mean, you're going to have a large percentage of that, whereas an, an agent would sniff that out. So I, I do think I, I think it's going to favor the independent agent. I don't think it's going to favor direct at all. And I think when you look at a company like Travelers that does do direct to consumer to a degree, I think some of the first people they're probably going to look at letting go are those those direct to the people that support the direct to consumer channel and i think they're probably going to double down on people that support the independent channel and i know somebody's listening to this it's not an independent agent thinking yeah he just says that because he's an independent agent but i really do believe that yeah yeah i wouldn't be doing it if i didn't believe it so so when you have a when 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 we were both captive uh agents and and other captive agents i know out there that i know i know hundreds of them so uh, when you're a captive agent like for instance uh you might have had five years ago a sales manager or marketing manager for just north alabama today june 12th year of our lord 2023 that same carrier probably has one sales manager that services alabama and mississippi or alabama georgia and mississippi and when we get done with this uh whatever we want to call this, just basically a, 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 a halt on all new business until we get our arms wrapped around all of this. From a financial perspective, you may end up with one sales manager for five states. Right. I think, Alabama, I, I Mississippi, think, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. I do think that's the direction things are going in that part of the in, that part of companies because yeah. if you look at look at what major companies have done and i'm not going to say any names but since covid district manager sales manager right. carrier rep right the number of them has gotten smaller correct and their their territories have gotten bigger it has not gone the other way not i've not actually way. seen one case where it went the not other way one and i think what happened no offense to any carrier reps out there but our sales managers but what happened is when COVID happened, yep, and all of a sudden these guys and gals weren't able to visit offices. Yeah, the carriers realized, like, wait a minute. Yeah, we're we, paying that person four hundred thousand dollars, and we're now in a scenario where for a year and a half, some of them two and a half years, they could not visit offices, and production went up. Yeah, I mean Robert Smith talked on a podcast earlier that we'll release in a couple weeks that. A lot of these carriers perform great during COVID. And and so I'm not saying that we don't need carry reps. Like I lean heavily on my carry reps, have great relationships with them. But I think that not only is the territory and the number of them going to look different, but I think the role is going to look different. And maybe instead of all this gas you spend going to agency offices and a car and the wrapped car and all this other stuff. Hey, how about we do everything by Zoom? Yeah. Not WebEx. Yeah. Not WebEx. Ring Central. Aaron, Aaron Gordon tweeted this week. He said, well, I hit the trifecta. He said, I had a Zoom meeting 
a Google Meet meeting, no, excuse me, a Zoom meeting, a Teams meeting, and a WebEx meeting in the same day. And I said, so you met with another agent, an insure tech, and a carrier rep in the same day. <laughs> the carrier reps use WebEx. The uh, the uh, the vendors use mm-hmm. use me uh, 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 Teams, and agents use Zoom. But anyway, you exactly. want to go ahead and close this out? Oh yeah, oh yeah, guys. Uh, listen, I'm gonna close this out by saying this. I bet you're glad you're not captive anymore. Boy, it'd be an interesting day if I just had (laughs) nationwide engineers to sell. Guys, I'm going to end by saying this. We've got to lean on each other. We've got to uh, be transparent with our customers. Hey, this is what's happening. We're doing everything we can. We're going to uh, provide you with a safe landing spot because one thing we didn't even talk about, Bradley, is as part of what we just discussed with Nationwide, not only new business, they're going to review and take a hard look at every auto policy, every monoline policy, every homeowner's policy. And let me just say this, guys, if they can find a way to get off of it Mm -hmm. or it's not what they deem as preferred business, meaning uh, great insurance score, no late pays, yeah. Uh, newer home. If it's not what I wrote it down somewhere, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this while you look yeah, for prefer, that. They, 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 here was here was the direct quote said to me by someone at Nationwide Corporate. They want to be the preferred. What did he say? Preferred. Hold on, I'm gonna find it right here. Preferred package company. Yeah. This is not just going to affect. Your new business writings, which, by, by the way, don't even bother quoting with them because you're pissing up a rope by doing that. Uh, your renewals are all going to be non-renewed yeah. unless it is what they deem as preferred business. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think renewals are going to get a lot tougher. I think they're only going to keep the stuff they want to keep. I, Correct. If I am if I have a big book with Nationwide, this is what I'm doing today. Uh-huh. I am exporting a list of all my nationwide customers, every single one of them. I am going into my CRM, whatever CRM you use. If you don't use a CRM, dear Lord, sweet baby Jesus, today is reach out to Agency Zoom and sign up. Get off this podcast and go go get it. It's like 100 bucks a month. I'm creating a, a custom pipeline in Agency Zoom that is titled Nationwide Renewals, Nationwide Book Roll, something to that effect. I would create the columns. I would have new, which are people you haven't contacted yet. That's where you put everybody first. Contact attempted, contacted, working done, something to that effect. Yep. And I'm and I am proactively reshopping every single nationwide customer. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Yes. Not that you necessarily move it, yes. but you at least have that option. Yes. Um I'm trying really really hard to move it to a carrier that is either the same commission if not more yep chances are the rate is going to be more expensive so even if it's the same commission you you're probably going to make a little bit more money the other thing i'm doing and and again it's easy for me to say this i'm really glad i don't have to deal with it but i've dealt with this four times in the last two years we've had four carriers do this right on the coast so we've done like we've done this kenneth who's in my office who could actually go through this better than i can he's got down to a science the other thing I'm doing simultaneously, and I don't know how the underwriting relationship works at Nationwide, but it's from a renewal standpoint, 
I'm reaching out to my underwriter and I'm buttering them up. I'm I'm trying to build as good a relationship I can with the underwriting team if there's dedicated underwriters. Yeah, and there's not. There's not, and that's no. and that's a problem. Yeah. So they're going to be looking at each account from a dollars and cents standpoint. Yep. They are a number on a page. There is no oh this has been an eight year customer and yep. they have a good loss ratio. It's dollars and cents on a page. You guys know which ones they're going to keep. Yep. You, you probably have a pretty good idea of the ones they're going to let go. And I would be on top of it. Pro, be proactive, not reactive in your business. Don't wait on something to happen to you. Be the cause, not the effect. Mm. And, oh, that's good. And and be proactive and, and, and work your business as part of it. And the people that gut this out are going to come out on the other side great. Yep. The other thing that's good is, man, when we're in competitive situations now, like the competition is so small. Like, I mean, we used to be in competitive situations, Scott, in the soft market two years ago, and we'd have 18 deck pages we were competing against. Now it's like two. Right. So that's the other thing. So anyway. Guys, you were listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family. Go out today, write good business for the companies that you represent, and write good business for the agencies that you represent. This has been the insurance guys podcast breaking news special report we'll see you back here next week take care thanks for listening to the insurance guys podcast if you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with scott you can always reach me at the insurance guy online.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.